Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Roll Better Podcast. I am here with... Jeremy Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Matt Doran. Dan Adams. And today we will be starting off our finalists episodes. Um, we have been lucky enough to talk to our finalists and today will be uh, Pavel. The next episode will be Ed, next episode John, next episode Henry. Uh, we're going to release these uh, a couple of days apart, so you can just listen in. We had such a nice time talking to, to everyone. It was yeah. brilliant. It's, it's genuinely been so much fun, and it's kind of got me more hyped to do some um, like interviews with members of the community and stuff, because we've... We've chatted to some some people we've never chatted to before, and we've like learned so much about the way they mm. approach the game and their ideas. And there's so much amazing creativity coming from them. It was really refreshing. Yeah, it, I just it, was hyped for Gilball. If we ever get another SteamCon, I want to do some sort of weird, like very casual open mic. Yes, I would just, like, like that. Have oh wait, what does that mean? Like you want to get up there and like no, <laughs> just like because we talked about it before, just like having an open room where people can just like come in and chat shit. Yeah. And I did buy that special travel mic as well. It just it was too scary to go talk to people. But yeah. now it, I don't think it is. I'd be quite confident to just go up to randos well, and go, "Hi, let's talk shit." Well, that was like we were like two episodes in at that point. Nobody knew who, we were. even fewer people and that knew was who Steam we were. Steamcon two, Steamcon three, we had a few more episodes on the rubble. Oh, yeah, but Steamcon three had other issues. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's skip over. Let's skip <laughs> over that. Yeah, yeah. Um, shoot that to the right. The gas leak Steamcon. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, that's what these episodes are going to be out. It's just going to be our fantastic competition finalists. And they are um, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but we, we shall do our usual uh, roll bitter stuff. So, Start with Dan, start with Dan, start with Dan, start with Dan. The reason I'm so keen to do it is Dan did hobby. No one can prove anything. <laughs> I've got photos. Bullshit, we've got photos, mate. <laughs> Won't hold up in court. <laughs> Please uh, do <laughs> circumstantial. Uh, uh, I bought some GW contrast paint because maybe question mark um, and they're real good. I painted a Gene Steeler cult Magus. Magus was it the Magus? Y yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And a Infinity Grunt from the US. Yeah, ad now. Um, and you did them quick, and you did them nice. Yeah, the, the the contrast paints are so good. Uh, Dan, just so someone you... who oh, I was just going to say, just so you know, you're, we're picking up a little bit of scrabble on your mic there, by the way. Where you're, I yeah. think, where you're moving it around. Yeah, that's okay. Good. I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, they're so good for like just because the problem I had previously was uh, I was taking ages to paint it, and they weren't looking anywhere near as good as anyone else. And I don't mind them looking nowhere near as good as anyone else if they're only taking me like fucking like half an hour a model. Mm. Um, which is now what it does with with contrast, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You you did that infinity one so quick, and it feels like that sort of the level of detail on infinity miniatures. I think contrast really helps. Yeah. I think you still need, in my very, I've been painting for a while now. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I still feel like you need some non-contrast paints because there's like some bits on the infinity model where like the chin strap and stuff. Where I'm like, I there should be another color. And like, I just want like a pot of like non-contrast brown to go over it because the mm. contrast doesn't seem to go over itself that well. They get a little uh, funny when they mix, don't they? Well, it's not even mixing. Like, um, so like, this guy's got like a green face mask on. 
uh, helmets over the top. So like I painted like the face mask green, and then tried to paint the um, chin strap of the helmet brown, but it just doesn't come out as brown. Mm. So you need you need some layers to go over that. Yeah, yeah. You just need a little bit. I mean, you've got some paints now, haven't you? Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what you can do, and I really recommend to anyone using the contrast, is if you buy the Wraithbone or the grey, I forget what the grey is, the I idea is it. that they sell the same colour of the primer in the pots, and it's quite watered down. So it would only take one little coat of that over the top of the chin strap, and then you can go back and contrast the chin strap. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. No, that's what I was doing on some K47. That paint is not included as part of their contrast bundle. No, I actually say the I feet. thought it was... I just I thought it would because it seemed sensible to me. Yeah. But on the on I did some K47s. If you just oh you know you just go over the hand or the face or the hat or whatever just yeah. accidentally, just a tiny little bit of that paint gets rid of it, and then you can contrast again and you're laughing. So it's like Tipex. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's go with Tipex. Sure. <laughs> it's exactly how it works. Do you can they can they sell that paint in like a little mouse that I can drag along my miniatures and then <laughs> they fix it. Control for days. But um. That's officially the longest Dan's hobby chat's ever been. It was refreshing and rich. But I have to, I just read. So I'm not trying to sound patronising or nothing, but it was like really nice to A, see Dan hobby, and B, I just thought the inf- that Infinity Minute looked great. It really yeah, did. Again, again, not wishing to sound patronising, but it I was genuinely excited. Genuinely was, excited and proud. Well, it's but, more that because of the way, I don't know, it, I won't go into why, but it feels like a lot. Of like the London <laughs> Guild Ball scene is switching to Code One at the minute. <laughs> so there once is a lockdown's shift. over, yeah. Once lockdown's over, <clears throat> we realistically could have some quite nice Infinity games with fully painted miniatures. Maria's been knocking out terrain like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, it looks really good. So her and Connor were playing yesterday, weren't they? Um. So I think we're going to have we're really up for some Infinity games. Nice. Not that I don't want to play Gibble because I do. I, I do. I still. I, part of me still does. Just I'm. I'm. I think I'm just in a bit of a slump with it at the moment because of like the whole WTC thing and. Yeah. So we should say that you were up. You were so first up. Congratulations to Dan, because you were selected for uh, WTC England. Oh yeah, I forgot we haven't actually talked about this on the show. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't da- actually talked about Dan's this. in WTC. Yeah. Well done, Dan. Um, who's on your team, Dan? Currently. Uh, Langtons. Langtons. <laughs> Langtons. Just Langtons for days. Langtons as far as the eye can see. Yeah. I get to be the fun one, which is great. Wait, <laughs> the average height of your team is probably about six foot four. Oh my god. <laughs> Highest team, like tallest team at the WTC for sure. <laughs> um, but Matt, you were yeah, selected. I, I got onto team three um, and I was really, really hyped for it because I've been... Pl- trying to get to WTC since Dan went last year I've been like oh, I'm going to do this I'm going to play really hard and do really well and I've been getting better and better I have yeah I've been doing well I've, I, you know for, for once I don't mind scratching my own back scratching my own back no patting myself on the head that's the other one scratching my own back is for like doing myself a favour but that's like doing myself a favour but no anyway yeah I, I, I did and I was really proud of myself and then obviously coronavirus hit and lockdown has meant that we can't play any real games so that kind of took the wind out of ourselves a little bit. But the problem is, 
that WTC, and it's possible it might go ahead, it's possible it, like, it might change at the last minute, but because of the issues with travelling abroad and then having to be potentially quarantined for two weeks after returning, it's during term time, and that'll be my NQT year as well, and I just can't take time off from school. It's just not possible. Um, and because of the lack of sort of... NQT, for those <clears throat> that don't know, newly qualified teacher. Yeah. But the, the, the just because of the lack of sort of any certainty about what's going to be the situation when WTC rolls around, I just couldn't commit. Really, really frustratingly. Yeah. No, but but I'd still like to say well done for getting, you know, getting your name in the ring. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, And if it does happen, go down. Yeah, go I was, down. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was proud to be selected, but the best of luck to the rest of the guys because we got, we still got a good team going. So that's good. they're going to smash it. We've got several good teams going. Well, yeah. Quite, yeah. Um, cool. Well, um, there's not really much to talk about in terms of Gilball, is there? I mean, we haven't had releases, obviously. I mean, COVID <laughs> has shut everything down. Da, 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 da. Um, we, we don't know what's going on with oh, the field test. That's it. I knew there was something I wanted to say, and that was um, the Mother of Dragons, no longer Wivens, the God tier release. Was it ever officially Wivens? Well, aren't they, th- hang on, aren't they I Wivens? that was... I thought I think uh, I called them Wivens. I think genetically they are Wivens. Yeah, they are. Um, I thought the like uh, auntie of Wivens was just a, a funny. Was it? That was Maybe that was just something I started saying, and it caught on. Yeah, because I don't believe it was ever actually officially confirmed, but I might be wrong on that one. I'm pretty oh. sure that it was never actually stated that they were in any way Wivens. <laughs> right. But, then but, then but, I apologise. But they literally I, are. I, yeah, I think uh, biological, entomological, or whatever the entomological word is, it, because their uh, hand, their arms are part of their wings, makes them a wiven rather than a dragon. Actually, no, that's it. I think entomology only refers to um, uh, insects, doesn't it? No. Does it not? Have I got to mix that up? Uh, the, so the word for studying insects and the words for the derivation of words are strikingly similar. Yeah, well, yeah they're the, pretty much the same word, but they're not the same word. Yeah, but that's entomology and etymology. Um, but that's what I was going to say, that people are confused and bug me in ways yeah. I can't put into words. I think you were just in a bit muddled with that. It's fine. It's, it's Either fine. way. <laughs> yeah. Dragon. So Kira. Kira. And I <coughs> pre-ordered her from Leodis. Is it Kira, um, is it Kira or is it Kira? Like, like she's like... Like, like, like She-Ra. She-Ra. Like... I'm going to say if it was, she'd need a hyphen. But she doesn't need no hyphen. <laughs> but I'm really, I think that's good. I mean, uh, we haven't played a lot of God tier. Let's not beat around the bush. No. But I want to. I really do want to play more. And models like this, you know, help and make, I mean, make me want to play. <coughs> I mean, I'll probably end up at some point buying her mainly because dragons is the same point I'm same reason I'm still playing to buy Wraith Marid because it's lizards and if there's if there's two kinds of minis I will often buy it's dragons slash lizard men and goat blokes well I'm still waiting for the the, the revenant shaper champion and his Ragnaroths oh the one doing them them yeah the- I mean go- <laughs> goblin lady with ninjas ninja goblins that's just brilliant yeah uh, the dwarf lady looks great don't get me wrong it's just that's not my jam yeah I'm not a dwarf guy that's fair um but i i do want there to be more hype for gilball i want us to be doing god tier <laughs> sorry <laughs> i want us to be more hyped for god tier and and to play it and um hopefully you know i thought it would have been a lovely game actually to play around 
with her this summer, having a barbecue. Now Dan's got his smoker. It'd be perfect for a bit of fun. I think it's nice sadly... as like a chill, fun game. I don't see it as the competitive game I think they wanted it to be. I think maybe narrative. If we played some narrative uh, style games, yeah. that would be better. And we... I'm reserving my competitive opinion until I play a tournament. Yeah, it feels very beer and pretzels to me, and I don't know if that's what they wanted from it. I mean, we don't have a champion near us. And what I mean by that is the new pundits. We do not have one because no one in London got selected or nothing. Um, but hopefully we'll still try and... I'd like to try and run an event at the Spartans that's a, a god-tier event. Mm. Um, that could be cool. And we'll see how it goes. But I just thought that... <clears> I just thought we should mention that's our Steamforge news is we've had that model released for pre-order. Yeah. Which is, and it is a nice model. It, those I do love those dragons. Yeah. Um, um, have you done any hobby recently, Barry? That you want to talk about? Oh yeah, hobby flip. Um, flip. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, done some more butchers. I don't know how many I'd done by the time we we recorded last time, but I'm up to seven now. Nice, because you uh, did. I'm vet calling brisket. finished and based. Um, I feel like if I could, I just got to do tenderizer the two tenderizers and vet boar and whilst I know that's only well tenderizers one model well that's functionally like nine I'd be happy to go to a tournament with those the sick because I'm not like a like a super butchers player or anything having <laughs> never ever played them <laughs> um, but I would happily go to a tournament and play just with less models just because I like the ones I've got so mm. if the next time an event comes up whenever we're allowed to go to one I will be playing butchers Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because I just the the cold shot. If he is not, yeah, feel free <laughs> yeah. to shame Bell. Absolutely, <laughs> ruin his day. No, I'm definitely playing. I painted, you know, I painted shepherds, and I was like, right, I'll I'll um play shepherds at an event, and then we obviously had all the lockdown, so it's like too late for that. And now I'm onto butchers. I'm quite hyped for those, and I'm really kind of pleased with how they've come out. To be honest, so mm. you should I'm be. They look awesome. Want, I want to try and paint those. Um, I've been talking to um. Oh, to give him a bit of a shout. But you know, um, Ben, who's the Dionysus Designs. Yeah. Like it seemed he did that. Um, I don't know when it was. Was it over a bank holiday weekend? But he did that discount code for his tournament trays, and everyone went absolutely bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think like, loads of people at the club bought in. Loads of people bought in. Um, I've got one as well, and um, he's also going to cut me. Uh, as well as the tournament tray, he's going to cut me a. Um, I don't know what you would call it. Uh. A layer that I can put the models on as well, you know, like with the holes cut out. Display tray. It's kind of a display tray, but it's just like just a bit of wood. Just for travelling. Yeah. Yeah, for, exactly. It's more actually for walking around tables. Yeah. It, that's what I'm actually having it for. But yeah. I'm going to try and because my bridge spaces are grass, skulls, spines, that sort of nonsense. I'm going to break up some skeletons, put some skulls from the skull kit all over it. Bit of grass, bit of blood. So hopefully they blend in a bit. I'm not going full diorama, but just to add a little something. Sounds good though, man. Yeah, so it'll stick on the top. Should stick on the top of the tray, and I can walk around with it. But it won't travel, obviously, because it's a 3D element. Mm. Um, but he's yeah. So we took a little while to decide what was the image that was going to go on my uh, widgets, but I'm going to keep that secret until it until I see it. <laughs> I hope it's like I hope it's you in your no, that no. model we got you you know where you're yeah. like in your pose and you've got like yeah, the funnels got, on we, your back B 
Ben and I were going back. We talked a little bit about a few things, and I looked at some Gilbert art, and it was like, what could be done? <sighs> now I really want to but know. I just, I hope it's gonna. I think it's gonna look cool. I'm sure it will. It's he not, does good it's work. It's not too out there. It's not too out there at all. But it's made me think. I might just give him more money. Like, I want to do different widgets for different teams. Like, <laughs> if I just have that one layer done, just redo that one layer with a different picture for depending on which. <laughs> Whereas I got a like a set of tokens made so I can play them with any team because I'm that just like, nah, I just want one. <laughs> yes, no, it's fine. Um, where else? I'll paint some infinity. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think that's it. Infinity, yeah. I haven't paid any more French. I got to get my bolt action French going. Mm. But yeah, I've been really pleased with how the butchers have come out and that's the, well the you should. pictures of them all on the page and everything. Um. So Matt, what have you been doing? Well, as we're a Games Workshop podcast, <laughs> yeah. Um, we've obviously got Ninth Edition on the horizon for Warhammer 40k, and I haven't played 40k in time. Um, I skipped 8th edition I played the first weekend it was out and then yeah. I never played again I didn't play any of it um, not not that I just thought oh this is awful I just didn't wasn't into 40k at that point this was so how long has 8th been out because it was I stopped 3 years yeah and I stopped I think a year or two before that so I think it's around 5 maybe even 6 years since I played 40k I mean you played 30k though and that was basically 7 yeah that's true that's actually yes that's a good point but I stopped that roughly a little while I think before 8th again I stopped really playing that so it's probably been about 3 years since I played like a 40k style system then that's a good you point you filthy mechanic that's a good point Dan I hadn't really considered that um, but like I didn't really have any hankering to pay 40k I don't think many of us did have a real draw to it no but like with the stuff for eight, uh, 9th coming out and all the new like there's that new um, <laughs> box not starter box, the new collector's box, as it were, of, of the Indomitus Crusade, or the Indomitus box, I think it's called. Um, and it's just like, I kind of fancied getting back into it for the new edition. So I've been painting up a Chaos Start collecting box. Um, got my... <laughs> I just remember the day you bought it, you were messing with me, like, should I buy three into four? I was like, no, Matthew, no. <laughs> Don't, Don't do, do it. it. <laughs> talking you off the ledge. Don't do it. And then five minutes later, I've bought it. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, the, the reason I come to you, Barry, isn't so that you can talk me off the ledge of buying things. It's so that you can tell me how good it would be to buy so, the things. I get it. I'm an enabler. I get it. But yeah. After. Yeah, but what John, the fuck? Like. <laughs> after, after John came round and we were clearing out my back back room, mm. and I just had God knows how much stuff. Yeah, okay, but don't blame me for your bad decisions, okay? <laughs> like, you may have bought too much stuff and screwed it up, but that doesn't mean I don't have the right to do the same thing. Uh, true, <laughs> I can only try and offer you the fruits of my wisdom, which was chill the fuck down. I love <laughs> and, your fruits. And you were like, no. <laughs> no, I'm doing this! I want I'm everything. buying it, <laughs> and you can't stop me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're all actually kind of going to go in on 40k I mean I think Dan's Dan, still on the fence waiting to see how it actually plays correct yeah which is a very sensible approach which is why I haven't taken it yeah. um, <laughs> but look I think we've got a, a good wadge of people at the club I'd say a, a half dozen at least who will be who uh, yeah, like please. half a dozen who are g getting back into it for ninth 
and there'll be a few other 40k players I'm sure that will will play and I think there'll there'll be a few, yeah a few 40k players who quite frankly just haven't been around because we weren't really playing much mm. and I then mean, they'll be like oh my god all the cool kids are playing maybe we should go play <laughs> as far as I'm concerned I'm playing it I'm gonna have fun playing with my friends I am not playing this for like oh my god it's such a good game it just mm. feels counterintuitive to sort of say I'm playing a bad game I don't think I just we all love the background I've read I've you know I've been in this for what is it now 30 years I've been doing 40k I'm not going to stop now yeah I'm going to keep on trucking and it's, it's not that it's a bad game it isn't a bad game it's a great game it's just not good if you want a tight game yes if you and want that, great whizzy do whiz bang wahey fun I think 40k is very good I, for me, it's. I think I'm only going to play narrative. I, if these missions are quite story-ish, and like the attacker does this, defender does this, and that's where I want to have my fun. I don't want to have my fun in as, as let's try and fuck each other up. Yeah, I mean, just I, I just, I. They've said that they're like they've had uh, tournament players and X Y Z and this and that, looking at the rules, trying to make it tighter say, and more competitive. They said that last edition, and it was bullshit. But but my point is fucking no <laughs> just make it a make it tighter yeah fine but i don't i wouldn't bother trying to make it more competitive that, i mean obviously we're possibly in the minority here but i don't want 40k as a competitive game i want 40k as let's play with some really freaking cool minis and make pew pew noises at each other and blow stuff up and tell each other how cool it was afterwards that's like that's all i want from it so I think if I if like you say if we all go in with that mindset, it's going to be fine. Yeah, agreed. Uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. I just need to decide what I'm, I think I'm going to go with Blood Angels and then build up this, this uh, custom chapter idea. Mm. But we'll see. Um. So yeah, I can't think there's any more Gilball news. I don't uh, think there's Steamforge any... news. Yeah, any non-GW news. Uh, no, I don't think there is any got, really... I'm just trying to think. We've got Kickstarter stuff about... Um, what do you call it? HCD? Yes, Horizon Zero Dawn. Thank you, Daniel. And um, I'm looking forward to playing that. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on the models. Um, I think they were just saying it was delayed, but of course it's delayed. It's COVID. I just really hope people don't go bonkers. With like, oh my god, where's my staff? Good to like, COVID's real. They're all furloughed. They aren't doing shit. No one's doing shit. Yeah, People weren't making the game. And in th- this time, it really isn't their fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is nice for them. Yeah. Um. Cool. I mean, that's that. Really. Should Should we move on to our our interviews? Yeah. Let's get stuck into the first one. So yeah. So the the first one's Pavel. Who did uh, Brewmaster? Brewmaster, as well as Craft and Cuddles. And Cuddles, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was great. So basically, we're going to listen to Pavel, and then that'll be our episode. And then in a couple of days, we'll have Ed's episode. A couple of days after that, we'll have John's episode. A couple of days after that, we'll have Henry. Um, so yeah, I, I hope you enjoy this more streamlined version of Robert, do let us know if you would rather have us at four hours or have us at an hour because <laughs> we're interested and um yeah we'll see you soon 
Enjoy. Well, hello, and welcome to our special guest, Pavel. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> very good. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, and thank you for entering on competition. Um, and we have chosen Brewmaster as one of our final four. Now, um, it was actually John's champion, but John can't be here today. So we will be discussing it in his stead. Yeah. But before we get on to Brewmaster, can I just ask you about Cuddles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he meant to have a playbook? Yeah, he is. He, his playbook is basically the same as Quaff. Instead of the non-momentous one, he had a momentous Gilbo result. Uh, I messed up. I think uh, the playbook was done, but I had the layers in the program uh, messed up and when I was yeah. exporting the card, it, it was probably behind, like the background. Yeah, yeah. we layers are a thing. We've all done it. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah. F- first up, before we do this, we should ask, as is our standard, um, hobby progress. What okay. have you been up to, Pavel? Well, I've been playing a lot of Guild Ball on Vassal, and I was lucky enough to play Guild Ball live. Um, Twice, I believe, in the past. <laughs> real people, real yeah. actual live With, people. Like, the actual models and a human on the other side. Of the yeah, board. yeah, yeah. It's Whoa. so it's amazing how and I missed it. To be honest. Oh yeah, rolling dice was so cool. As long as you got like good enough results. Section <laughs> 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 of missed... your dice for everyone else's, obviously, so you couldn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm planning to start going back to. We have. Um... A meetup where we uh, paint models. I don't like paint models at home because uh, my setup isn't great. And there's this one place that's like a pro modeling studio. Ooh. So oh, I'm right. planning to go. They started uh, putting, putting up meetings again, and mm-hmm. I'm planning to go like next week or maybe in two weeks. Oh, nice. Cool. That's that's so, I mean, off topic at moment, but what's it like in Poland in terms of quarantine and lockdown? Because obviously we're you know, in lockdown and sort of gearing up for our second wave, we think. How are you guys? Uh, so we are probably heading for a second wave soon as well. Uh, but we started the lockdown, I believe, earlier than you guys. So we are, yeah. Uh, so we are like, a lot of the restrictions are gone or like uh, smaller. So we can go out, uh, we, we can even walk without a mask on the street, as long as there's not too many people around. Um, but still, we need masks uh, indoors, basically. Right. So, so it's manageable, uh, but some people are making a fuss that they don't want to wear a mask, and it's well, very awkward sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I saw that that viral video of some Yanks talking to, I think it was Congress, or just or their Florida representatives, just going like, don't wear masks because God will judge you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Uh, I like, like, holy, holy moly. I mean, if that's your bag, fine. But those guys were proper mad about wearing masks. Yeah, well, it's not so bad here. Was, but in my hometown, when I was there like two weeks ago, almost nobody was wearing masks. And they had no new infections in the past three or four weeks now. So it's... A bit insane, but Warsaw will still there's still a real issue. Yeah, but you're getting to play Guild Ball, so that's the main thing. Because we haven't, you know, touched a, we haven't seen each other. F- when was the last time we saw each other? Mid March, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was mid March. Was the last time we re we saw each other and played a game of anything. If not even wow. earlier for that than that. Yeah. yeah, might have been, might have been. But um, right, sorry. On to your player, Brewmaster. First yeah. up, are those models from Hero Forge? Uh, yeah, it's from Hero Forge. Yes, we thought it was. We thought it was. So tell us about Brewmaster. Okay, so Brewmaster is the second model I came up with. Um, I, uh, so, Craft was model I always wanted brewers to patch up a hole if you take spigot out. Because I don't think there is a competitive six in brewers without either of the spigots. Yep. So, there was an attempt to, uh, like to fill the hole. And Brewmaster is simply, I was inspired by Bartek's uh, card. Uh, they Plug was not plug knight and I remember their name, but yeah. So I want Brewmaster from uh, War from Warcraft and from uh, League of Legends, I believe. Yeah. Uh, try to put that into Guild Ball. Um, it it wasn't easy because at first I was trying to like uh, implement the ultimate from uh, the the Pandaren Brewmaster where he split into three mod three. Uh, characters, but decided that uh, it's a bit too confusing to put it on a card and like to think of all the possible issues. Um, so I decided to like tone it down a bit and make it a heroic. Well, it had to be a heroic because it's mm. good. Yeah, but yeah, Definitely. all the names are from uh, like from from the Brewmaster, and yeah, the model is uh, supposed to be a. Cooper replacement, like an alternative to Hooper, it, so much that his stat line is the same as Hooper. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, it was I w it wasn't intended at first, but when I was copying the stats from another card, I just know that oh, so it's the same as Hooper. Well, yeah, so that made it easy. Yeah, it's yeah? quite a typical sort of Brewers uh, stat line, isn't it? Uh, you know, if the kick was three six, I'd say it's almost bang on average for the. Uh, for the brewers and maybe the, the two four inf obviously would be more usual but yeah like you say it's it's exactly the same as um as hooper i actually think apart from the speed buff he's quite a nice um replacement for for spigot in the in the brewers sorry you're talking about craft now yeah oh no sorry i was talking about um brewmaster there. i was thinking well craft craft would absolutely be sorry i think i i think i missed part of that conversation there was a bit of a breakup for me on that end Okay. I'll just, I'll be quiet again. Barry, you go. No, no, no. <laughs> so, Brewmaster, I mean, the bit that attracted John, I think, the most was the computer game uh, uh, correlation. Like, he was like, oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, yeah. But, uh... I mean, Matt's off. That's a very accurate uh, John impression. Yeah, thanks. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like he was in the call. Yeah, it was, it was an awful impression. I apologize, John. Although, if you're American, I don't think we, you can tell us apart, right? Yanks can't tell me, Matt, and uh, John apart. Put a couple what? of Haribo in your mouth, then do it. And then <laughs> yeah, get get me some sweets, and then I will sound like think John. Dan's the only one who has a distinctive voice, according to people who aren't British. Yeah, agree. The rest of us just sound identical. I can <laughs> confirm that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to say, Pavel, it's Matt talking, and then I'll ask a question. And it's like... Is it like on subtitles where you get the character's name first with the current... <laughs> Yeah, or we'd right. all have different but, coloured text. But Matt, you're our resident brewer. 
What's your feelings on a bit of Brewmaster? Because John's not here. So I also loved Brewmaster. When we were discussing our sort of top four um, that we would have on the podcast, Brewmaster was also up there for me. And um, I just think it's it's a really interesting design point that despite having the typical defense of 3-1 for a brewer, he is never at that defense. He is either well, slightly is. better than that or worse than that. He's only ever defense well, 2 or defense 4. Yeah, but if you're targeting him with a character play, he's still 3+. plus. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. Yeah, that's of what course. that was the idea behind it. So yeah. I want him to be better in like against an attack in, in melee, but not from range. Mm, no, I like that. That's a really good point. That's it was a really good idea. Do. Yeah, really good idea. It's a nice way to get that brewer's uh, resilience in there without just going ah another tough hive model. So instead of being tough hive, he's just got above average hitboxes for his usual defense of four one. But if you do knock him down, he's in trouble. Yeah, that, that's basically the idea. Well, it does the same for um, Foy and Pinpot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Drunken Haze just is horrific. <laughs> it's such it's such a cool play, but like the idea of, I mean, that it's the <laughs> it's not OPT is what makes it terrifying to me. Because Breath of Fire, I look at it and I go, oh, there's some nice synergy with um, with Stoker here. That's a really nice way that he can go in and just wallop someone and breathe on someone else you know set them on fire and then stoker could come in and really wreck them and then i look at drunken haze and i'm just like oh if you play this guy with tapper that scrum gets so unfavorable for the opposing team so quickly if you you've, you've got because you've got singled out um wait who has singled out or am i mixing that up Bro. no stagger no, I'm thinking I, stagger. Yeah. stagger sorry i'm thinking of stagger on decimate combined with drunken haze for a, and then a knockdown for a pretty much Pretty easy minus three defense. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. So I decided it's quite kind of brewery to have that minus one defense mm. on a um, effect. Also, I wanted him to be a bit of a control piece, so that's why there's also the minus one, min minus zero kick, um, and minus one tack. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I really like it. I really like that play, and I think. I think it's great, but um, I mean, obviously, we never said at any point these these things had to be balanced. But I don't think it would take too much to make this guy a really well well balanced um, player for the game overall. Um, um, to be honest, with all my free players, I was trying to make them close to being balanced. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've played Brewers very much, uh, seriously a lot, and I kind of get what the team needs in order to make it like. Uh, to make it uh, sensible for yeah so um, the, the playbook is also very standard for brewers like the, the knockdown is a bit high and um, most of the time it's the first or second column but decided with drunken haze and mm. drunken haze and knockdown on the second column would be too much probably well it would be too easy of a setup yeah I think that's um, cool. yeah it's, it's 2 2019 in guildball not 2020 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also wanted the tackle to be a bit on a lower column. Mm. Yeah, it, he's got there's... a slightly more achievable one, but with his kick stat, it doesn't make him too, you know, he's not suddenly a, a really good footballer like some of the... Uh, some he's of just the supposed to... I wanted the option to go, uh, tackle the ball, and kick it to space. They need to, for, didn't need a successful pass just to stop a goal run. 
That was mm. the only whole idea behind it. Because a lot of brewers have like a tackle on the well, Tapper is on the, his third column, I believe. Uh, Pinpot is probably on his last or fourth. Uh, uh, yeah, something like Dave, that. the same setup. That's all often a problem. Yeah, and I, I wanted to have like the classic brewer design that you don't get com combined results on the playbook. You get them from wraps. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. There's there's a fairly limited number of combined results in the. Uh, in the it's mostly the newer models. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> PC Tapper Column One. <laughs> yeah, but, so you know that was he he because he was so bad before Dan. He needed that. <laughs> so the heroic play i think is just really fun yeah powerful but also just fun like the the, the choices whatever this choice is we love it as gamers right yeah uh i was very, very pleased with the final uh like this uh, final state um i was worried the wording wasn't on point but i hope the idea is clear it was hard to no, say yeah, that you yeah. can, yeah, that you can use each effect on a, on a different model or like a combination of like push and knockdown and something like that. But yeah, no, I think it's actually really clear. I think it's it's really nicely worded. It's not like for a heroic play, it could have been you know some of them get a little bit carried away with the amount of text they have. Um, so no, yeah. I think it's nice to see. Yeah, your last clear. sentence clarifies it. A model may suffer any combination of effects. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, also, I. Uh, I really wanted to close the model in four rules. Uh, I was saying a lot uh, during the, the Gilbert filters that models nowadays have too many rules. Uh, it's getting too complicated. So I wanted to, I think five rules for a squad is like the limit, mm -hmm. uh, at least for me, but it worked out well with four. Yeah, I, yeah. I really respect that choice. I think it's, I think you can create so much character for a model with just a few, you know, you know, the odd trait, heroic play, you've got two ca um, character plays. And then with, through the stat line and the playbook, there's so many different ways you can create character for a model. I think, yeah, I think I really, really like the choice to just go minimal with the amount of text on the card. I mean... Yeah, the... oh, yeah go on. No, I was just going to say, in season... Was it end of... Start of season four? That um, SFG basically said we want to reduce the amount of text on the card. We want to make a lot Correct. of these cards more simple and uh, easier to use and read and it feels like at first that was the case and then very quickly with the newer releases that's felt like it's less and less the case yeah well, for example yeah go on, go on. caps themselves at uh three on either side and five overall i want to say i don't uh, know any more than the game that has more than that venom has four or even five on the back does he jesus <laughs> yeah venom has like a whole page of text on his back yeah um yeah i think it's five five rules one two three four five yeah. yeah five yeah yeah right ignore that then i'm pretty sure they um, said that at some point <laughs> i think they, they i think they just capped at seven rules per card uh, i think that was the only cap yeah. yeah i think that's right and wasn't it vet rage was close to isn't he got quite a few He's got he's got four on the back and three plays on the front. Yeah, and I'm sure he was the example of that's the maximum yeah, that, that they used at the time. Card. Uh, um, yeah. Cool. Well, well, 
did have you actually managed because we haven't really i think if we were together we would have played but we haven't managed to like slip a game in with the player have you played with him uh to be honest no i really wanted to but the only option back then was on vassal and mm, yeah. i was already in a few tournaments and playing also a game to test a model that will never never see play <laughs> yeah, it was a bit too much. Yeah, yeah agreed. Five, five, five. But um, I really wanted to test uh, Brewmaster and Craft. I'm also very proud of Craft, but there yeah. are a bit too many rules on him. But I needed. Well, we that. really liked Craft. Just to clarify, we loved Craft. But the thing that tipped it was the computer game nod. Like John, John really. Got John was just so much. Oh my god, I love it! I love it! I love it! <laughs> Well, I think Brewmaster is more elegant, uh, if I can say so myself. Uh, it's, I think the card is very clear. Uh, I ho hope it is. And yeah. I remember you guys were a bit confused with Craft uh, and the Beer Me rule about him using a character play on another model. Oh, yeah. So it was a bit difficult to ward it, but yeah. Uh, and Brewmaster, I think, came out better than Craft. I can, I, yeah, I can see that. No, it's good. I would. I really want to. When we get back together, we can actually like play games properly. I would do want to try these players out just for a bit of fun. Yeah, definitely. I think either bit Brewmaster or Craft, I can easily see myself playing in a Brewers team. They both have some really nice, really nice synergies with the uh, with the rest of the team. I, I love on Craft particularly. I love just another model that makes significant use of beer tokens. You know, the only ones who really do at the moment are Pint Pop, Flea. Uh, sorry, not Flea. Um, Pint Pot and um, Corker, really. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I really liked um, the, the extra sort of... Just that leaning into the guild rule a little bit more. I thought it was really cool. Um, so, Pavel, okay. who who's a six that you fancy Brewmaster in? That's exactly what I was going to ask. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... Well, he obviously works uh, good with Corker because you can get Drunken Haze a bit more. Or you can put up Drunken Haze... Deal, uh, use Breath of Fire and still get a few attacks for that momentous free. Mm. Um, he can, to be honest, I think he works with all the captains. Um, as for models, well, he obviously works with Stoker uh, because he, he puts out uh, the burning condition. Mm. Um, he can do some setup with Decimate, as you guys said. I think he is a reasonable alternative to Hooper. Um, if you need a bit more control and not just pure damage output. Because Hooper is a cool model, um, but he is mostly just for the damage output. And yeah, sometimes he s seems to be a bit useless. <laughs> he either, yeah, he either hits his sort of like mom four up to six twice on an attack and completely removes a model or he'll just kind of sit there not doing a great deal for a turn sometimes. Yeah, but, uh, for example, Hooper is not a great first activation a turn. Because that first attack is most of the time a momentous push to get the heroic. Then you probably knock someone down and then you do like four damage probably. So it's not amazing and Brewmaster can still be useful when he goes first in turn. Yeah, mm, very true. He's a, he's yeah, a nice Brewers, yeah, Brewers had a lot of problem like some time ago with order activation order. And Right now, it's a bit less of a problem, but yeah, I think Brewmaster breaks that and can be a bit more flexible. Just play Estes and it's fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> Estes is bestes. Estes is bestes. Then you don't have to worry about getting momentum. 
Uh, yeah, but still, even um, she'd still have to go for. If you will still need some setup to like to be as effective as they need to be. Uh, so don't, I don't think it's just the momentum. I think that Cooper without any assist is not great, and Brewmaster doesn't really care about it. Mm. He, he makes use of it, but he doesn't need it. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair point. I uh, I do. I do agree with you that Brewmaster is a model I can see that he's fine to go early in a turn, but you can also leave him till later in a turn and he'll do quite a lot as well. So, yeah, yeah, I, th I think that's a really good uh, point. So you, d you didn't really have a captain in mind when you were designing him. You wanted him to more um, sort of fulfill a role that you saw as not being particularly well covered in Brewers. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to, with all the free models, I was trying to make them work with every captain. Uh in some reasonable uh, extent. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah. He terrifies me. I've got to be honest, that drunken haze <laughs> really, really scares me. Yeah, I, th I think I, I really do like the idea of, I think I would go, if, for my gut feeling of a sixth I want to try with this guy in it, would be uh, Tapper and probably Quaff. Um, but then I think I would take Decimate just for the hilarity of two defense debuffs. Um... Yeah. I would take Stoker for the combination of Breath of Fire. And then my flex would probably just be whoever I wanted. If I'm honest, it would probably end up being Spigger. But I think yeah. you could you could take uh you could take Friday to give you some actual goal threat. But I think with Decimate and uh Stoker and this guy being your Hooper replacement, I think that's a really nice sort of th triple. Uh, you could use Stave also for the repositions. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I don't I'll... use Stave enough. Uh when I've been playing Brewers lately, I was trying, forcing myself to play without original spigot. And then I take veteran spigot because you need a spigot in a team. That's a bit sad. Uh, but Stave was a bit of a replacement of original spigot because you get the same thread extension, like distance wise, or even better because you can move a model five inches up. Um, by you get a model that can also do something else than just extend your threat range because when you get into the scrum time scope is not needed most of the time anymore and Dave has a lot more options uh with well he even without any movement buffs he can knock someone down from 14 inches that's quite useful mm -hmm. uh, and also he is a one inch model that can work around uh, an exp um, unpredictable movement. Uh, it's been, yeah, I find Dave to be extremely useful. And he, the the best part about taking veteran spigot instead of original spigot is that you have three squaddy spots left. Because with original spigot, you probably want to take Friday to keep the ball safe. Mm. And then you end up with only two players to actually do some work. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. I think I, I Stave's that model who I've always thought would be fun to play and never had the guts to put on the table, as it were. Mm -hmm. Never gone. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna figure this guy out. But uh, yeah, I think... I've I've had an awful game against Stave. It was Ed Ed Churchman. I was playing him, <laughs> and was, I was blacksmiths. And every goal run I tried to set up, Stave came in, and just oh, you need to be near him for that, and you need that person there. Sure, okay, fuck fuck off. Because uh, you're all it was just three every and I'm turn. Two to three dice at this. 
yeah, every turn my player was four inches back, suddenly didn't have the ball, wasn't in range for special abilities every turn. And I was just, oh my God, just started to fear it. And just on a physical model point, I just think Stave is a beautiful model. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll be honest, I I collect stats from my games uh, uh, like all the time. And last year, Stave ended up being the third best striker in my Brewers team. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And he, yeah, um, Steve goal runs, goal runs are real. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Is that like barreling the ball off of a close control striker and then picking it up? or uh, If the ball is on the ground, he can collect the ball from 11 inches because there's a 7-inch sprint. He can knock himself with the barrel. So that's 10 inches of movement. Um, and you got 2-6 kick, so... As, as far as birds go, that's standard. So I had a good couple of games where Dave had a crazy goal run. Wow. I, I need to see this. I need I'm now looking this. at the card going, is he my striker? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he shouldn't be, but apparently he can be. And like... He is an opportunistic striker. You don't go yeah. for goal runs with Dave, obviously. Yeah. But he has the tools to get a goal if he needs it. Don't make it like uh, roasting cooks. Yeah, don't you're, make not, you're not looking eye. for it, but he's pretty good when it comes down to it. Yeah, he'll take it if you can get it. Well, he can get a three-inch uh, reposition without spending influence. That's something. Mm, that yeah, funny. that is true. But you need to have the, the the order of the movement right because you cannot collect the ball with the push from the barrel lob. So it it's hard to get it, but it can save a game. I had a game in Hungary last year against Miners, the first round, and I think there was they've got either two goals or it could be two goals against uh, Miners. Yeah. Oh my God. I bet the other fella's face was a picture. Yeah, he didn't expect that. At least, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't think I would have expected it. I'm not going into a game where my opponent puts Steve down. I'm not thinking, right, there's his goal threat. Better, better, better <laughs> shut that down. Ooh, that five seven forty mil base. Oh man, that's cool. Well, also, with Buttering Ram, you can move models out of engagement. So it, he has some very good tools for a goal run, but he, you don't plan for it. But no. he has probably better tools for it than, for example, Cooper or I don't know, Stoker, because mm. he can always disengage in some way. Fair point, and like uh, he's mm. also, yeah with with battering ram and like his playbook is just low knockdowns and pushes. It's he's really good at moving people around. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, this it isn't a, a stave chat as much as I like it. <laughs> but what I would like to quickly touch on, just because you were talking about it, is it's a bit of a controversial subject. But the field test, it mm. sounds like you've played quite a few field test games, and I'd be interested in your opinion on 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 it really okay i might have said it wrong i didn't play any field test games oh i, I apologize okay uh, but i was discussing the matter a lot with other people and i believe even with some people who played the field test um i spent a good couple of hours talking about the even the rules they presented like the five rules it was five yeah yeah yeah, yeah, well, uh, it does feel that the majority of people talked about it and didn't play it, which in and of itself says something. 
But what was you, you and your your pals? What was your feeling about it all? Okay, so um, I think that I I was quite excited to test the rules out. I was even trying to set up a game for it, but it's playing on Vassal is exhausting. And <laughs> it, when you play in like two tournaments at the same time, it's two games a week. You need to plan ahead for it. The game games take about two to three hours. It's longer than normal game, uh, and it's more exhausting. So I didn't end up playing, but I was quite fond of a few rules they presented. I really liked the, the rule that the crowd out and getting up bonus capped at plus or minus one. Okay. Even for brewers, I think that rule was in plus for them because they, it's easier for brewers to wrap than for other teams. Brewers need one model to get a wrap most of the time, and other teams probably one or two. Even uh, when a brewer get brewer gets stuck against a few models, you can still push them away, knock them out, and knock them down. You can get stuff done. Mm. Uh, so I think it would provide a more active game than what we have right now with some teams. Where brewers are really like. They really need to scrum up, not even just to get the, result they, the results they need, but to deny the play their opponents can do. So I liked that rule. I was kind of interested in the influence cap. Um, I'd like the influence, uh, sorry, the influence pool, sorry. Influence pool, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but I was a bit scared of the idea that model coming back, back to the pitch at the start of its activation and not losing any influence. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, I actually really like. I didn't think I'd like it, but I liked that. But it, but more because it was kind of dumb. <laughs> it <laughs> it would just like when we were play, when Matt and I were playing, and I think it was Midas got killed, and suddenly I've got a captain who can spend six influence, who's going to smash onto the pitch from fast ground. Was I found really exciting? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> no, Matt didn't like it at all. But I really enjoyed it as I was like, ooh, what am I going to do? My options are open. This is great. So I did really like that. Yeah, but the thing is, it was supposed to be a normal model returning to the pitch. So you got your jog to enter the pitch and then another movement, yeah? That yeah. was the idea behind it. Yeah, so that's simply stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was bonkers. It was bonkers. <laughs> yeah. But still... I think that the ideas could be good, but probably not to, to be tested in a lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, it did, that did feel odd. Yeah, feel I, odd. I guess I guess Matt had the time to do it right then. And unfortunately, we had a lockdown. I don't know. Maybe he hoped some people would play at home. Well, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Even I after just... there were the, there was the three weeks people were supposed to play with the new rules, mm. there was supposed to be a form, and I think David Cameron asked him like, "Yeah, he did, didn't he?" Yeah, and he said there wasn't enough data. Yeah, took first thing down. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully we'll we'll get a feedback form one day. Yeah. Well, Ooh. I would like to see some changes probably to the game just to freshen it up a bit, maybe like small changes, but or, or a new new edition. Even mm. though I think it's simply a new season is a new edition, just it's called differently. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, because that will mean they invested time and resources into Guild Ball. And it doesn't feel like that for the past, like, almost a year. Well, we got Shepherds, but it was minus last year, yeah? Mm, yeah. Uh, I think, oh no, it were, it, Cooks were the last team released because Miners were before Cooks. Mm, and yeah, it was a year later we got um, Shepherds, and I still want my entertainers. I want the Lamplighters or whatever they will end up being. So I want I want new teams. Uh, yeah. mm, and ag agreed. But I mean, like Matt, I think Matt said on was it singled out that we have to give him a reason to do it. And it's, you know, if Gilbert don't make a money, which we've been saying, we've been banging on about for a while, it's going to be a tough one, but I'd love, I'd love there to be an answer to it. I'd love there to be, to the, you know, it to all work out, but I'm not smart enough to work out how that happens. Well, I'm wondering how well did the Shepherds sell? Uh, if it was worth it for them? Um, how did the new resin team sell? They did release a, good bunch of uh, boxes in the last year. It was yeah. just all the new stuff. Because I think all the teams, aside from uh, Butchers and Fishermen, were released again, yeah? All the major guilds. Well, we've got... As in... So at the minute, we've got Butchers, we've got Union, Engineers... Oh, yeah, we've got Butchers, yeah. Brewers, Masons, Alchemists... Yeah, engineers. Mace, yeah. I think it's... I think we've got all I mean, the all the main I think just fish aren't in fish aren't in stock, hunters aren't in stock, morticians <laughs> aren't in oh, stock. Yeah. But I think they've you know they've they've come out and I think they're probably gonna go into the packaging that we'll the others have got. Farmers into. slash smiths question mark. Yeah, I think they've still got a fuck ton of those plastics sitting probably, around. Probably, but at some point they are going to run out. Yeah. Yes, agreed. And are they going to make more, or are they going I mean, to redo them in residence? I think the last thing they actually sold out of were the new captains. So I think there's probably a higher market for single models and full teams. Yeah, it's funny. I've always been a fan of that, but so many people kick off as soon as they start doing single models. I think if they released a run of, I think we've been saying it for ages, uh, a new mascot for every team, I think they'd sell out. Easily. Yeah, we've been banging on about the new mascots for a while. That would be good. Yeah. yeah, for example, a panda for brewers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we could call him Cuddles. I don't know. Like that's, that's, that's a really interesting idea, Barry. You should write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's Guildball doing in your area? Do you have like much of a, a scene going on where you are? Okay, so Warsaw was probably the most active uh, place in Poland. Mm -hmm. uh, we got like about ten to twelve players who are who are somewhat active uh so it wasn't bad but well poland isn't a big market for, for them obviously um we were mostly were playing gold balls on uh, like in different countries going to nationals we were very active in that way yeah but there wasn't a lot of tournaments in poland although we had like a good round from uh late uh, november till uh, mid uh, January, there are, like a tournament every three weeks. That, that was quite fun, but then it was a lockdown, so it had to stop. Yeah. Um, and right now we're trying to meet again for for games. Uh, hopefully we'll get back to like four, six people per meeting. Um, we got like a, quite a big uh, club where we play, so there's enough space. 
to feel uh, like comfortable, uh, but still will keep like uh, some gel to mm, for hands. I don't know how you say it in English. Uh, to clean your hands, basically. Uh, we try to be reasonable, uh, but still meet up in person. Yeah. So, and other than that, we, a few people have been playing very actively on Vassal. Uh, at this point, I'm still in, I think, three tournaments. Uh, ho- thankfully, uh, the Mad Hatter is ending. Even though I love the event, but three games a week is too much. Three games <laughs> on, on Vassal is too much, yeah. I, I do agree. Like you said earlier, they, they feel pretty exhausting because everything everything's just a little bit harder than it is when you're when you're doing it on the tabletop and it's just it's so different. I mean they Yeah, now, there's, there's no clock. That's yeah, a huge, that's huge, a huge issue. issue. Well that now they've released it on um tabletop simulator. I don't know whether to give that a try or not. I haven't really played any TTS for anything. Uh there is a summer sale on Steam right now, so what uh, you can get TTS uh, half price. So they said I wanted to buy TTS for for some time, not just for Guild Ball, but mm. for other games. So I installed it today, and hopefully we will we'll play it like tomorrow. It is maybe currently seven pounds forty nine on the Steam Summer Sale. That is pretty <laughs> good. I mean, I bought it for for Aristea, and um, yeah, I tried to try out forty k and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I I I'd be really interested to hear your uh, your thoughts, Pavel, on. Um, on how it's how it feels playing Gilball on that. If you I'm still not a hundred percent convinced how tabletop simulator can be used accurately, but I'm interesting to see how it works. It's cool. uh, it seems to be more arc- accurate than uh, Vassal, to be honest. Interesting. It may be a bit more difficult to use, but I think it has tools to be more accurate because you can a... measure the accurate the exact distance you move a model. Okay. Right. Yeah, there is yeah. there is a thing for when you you like click and drag a model, it tells you. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can set it to say I want to have up to like five inches of movement on this model, and then you can only take it five inches out, and you can uh, just kind of right. play around with where you want to put it in that area. But it just I just come from you would be moving in straight lines like that, but I'm sure you can figure out a way. Tabletop simulator for a uh, from a board game perspective where people can just fling pieces around all over the place and <laughs> nudge everything and. I mean, you probably can you, still do that. You roll a dice and it'll knock something yeah, like 20 feet. <laughs> you can still do that. But for example, in Vassal, if you end up like in a... Something is possibly just in range or just out out of range. And it's not a pre-measured uh, setup. One of the players still has to like say, okay, let, let's go with it. There's no way to be sure if two auras like cross over or if there's one inch from you to the terrain. There are small things missing in Vassal to make it like comfortable to play, um, and it appears that on TTS you can do that. So and you it's, get the models. It's also yeah, that's... it's the 3D element of it that I really like because I find the yeah. thing that I find trickiest on Vassal, despite the fact that it should literally be easier because it is just circles and is this circle within four inches of that circle. It, it, it is so different when you're not playing with a three-dimensional model on a three in like in a three-dimensional space. It's so different. Um, yeah, because the borders of the models they they could highlight when they are crossing an aura or something like that, mm. and it doesn't do that. So yeah, I would love to see that in Vassal, but I hope to stop playing Vassal soon. You know? <laughs> I think <laughs> we all hope that. Yeah, it'd be so nice when we could actually like play again can't wait to play actual toy soldiers with people again hmm. so exciting. Well, i'll be honest this last year by this time i've been to four nationals i believe 
and it's nothing this year so it's like i can feel the lack of like trips um yeah i really uh, was supposed to go to sweden for nationals and i don't know if that's going on mm. but still it's probably not the most like responsible to travel for a good yeah point. it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like shit's going down this year i think we just got we just have to accept it we have to write 2020 off <laughs> it's just, yeah you know yeah. that's that this but i mean we'll try again next year yeah and yeah. i'm hoping that you know 2021 will be a classic gilball year <laughs> i'm hoping oh, you know we'll have some teams to play with new ones because i obviously want the watch whatever black Smiths is. I want the watch. Um, well, if they go with the watch, they need to do like cap, uh, carrot and Angwan and stuff like that. Because you cannot call a team the watch and don't go no, with the watch. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think they were shooting uh, the TV series for the watch. Like actually, they were they came up with they got the actors and stuff like that. So it could be a good time to go with the watch. Oh well. I hope so. I just, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it also, sounds like you're you're doing well and like getting all your tournaments in. You're still gilballing. You're still having fun. And for your sins, you're still listening to gilball podcasts. <laughs> yeah, uh, the got the podcasts we help out. Uh, yeah, uh, or for example, if I go jogging, uh, which I don't do enough lately, hmm. uh, I prefer to listen to podcasts because. I find jogging to be simply boring. Correct. Uh, yeah. And if I get to listen to the podcast, it's much more manageable for me. So, for example, like a two-hour podcast uh, is perfect then. How about a four-hour podcast? How are they? <laughs> That's a long old jog. <laughs> well, then it's, it can serve for like two or three outings, so... <laughs> I used to listen to you guys and sing it out because, yeah, it lasts for like at least two, one or two jog per podcast. Right. <laughs> Man, you jog a lot. <laughs> I used to. I used to. Like, but lockdown made me so lazy. Yeah, also, yeah, I... Home office does it to you, I guess. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But, um, well, we're Wick. We've been going a while, and I, I would like to say thank you very much because um, you really took this competition real serious, and I really appreciate that. You entered three great models. They looked great. Mm. You put loads of thought into it, and it was really clear that you'd put loads of thought in it. And I just want to say thanks, man. I really appreciate you stepping up. Yeah, I loved it because I wanted to be a playtester for Brewers for a long time. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was trying to get it, uh, like, to, uh, I would contact uh, Bryce and Jane, but they say they weren't looking for playtesters. Play Fair enough. Uh, and this like was an opportunity for me to present my ideas. That's good. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Awesome work, man. Absolutely loved them. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm really glad you guys liked it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was great to have you on. I've re really enjoyed the chat. I mean, we kind of got we, we about half the time, which is about right, I think, we spent talking about the models. And then, <laughs> Just talking about Guild Ball in general, which I think is is good because it's you know we're all we're all quite enthusiastic. Well, we love game. Guild Ball, you know. Fact, we wouldn't be here if we didn't love <laughs> Guild Ball, love playing the game, love talking shit about the game. Fact. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
thank you very much uh, again, Pavel, for coming on. It's been awesome talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks a lot, man. And we will have to uh, stay in touch. Actually, I, I would like to hear from you about what you thought your thoughts on a tabletop simulator are. If you get to play some Guild Ball on that, so I'll um, I'll definitely hit you up for that. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so we we're, we're going to try and talk to our other uh, competition people, and then we will see who is our winner. Okay, so looking forward to the results. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, man. Okay, cheers.